Well, good morning. Today is February 11th, 2019, and this is the Confident Coaches Call. Uh, today we are going to be talking about gratitude. Um, and for those of you who are just joining in, you may want to pull out your stick chick diagram. Uh, we've been working on this diagram for the last couple weeks. Uh, we're going to kind of add to that. Um, it's always good to kind of pull that out for these calls because Everything that we're going to talk about relates to that diagram, okay? Uh, so uh, I, I mentioned this just before we started. Uh, I haven't really heard back yet, but those of you who are just kind of popping in, um, a couple of you, you have my cell phone number, and I have a new, uh, a new set of headphones today, a, a new um, microphone recording piece. Uh, and so if for some reason you're not able to hear um, or actually, if you can hear this, just go ahead and text me and let me know, okay? All right, thank you. Okay, so today we are talking about gratitude. Now, why in the world would we be, be talking about this on a coach's call, right? Um, you know, some of you have been trained in some sort of method or framework of coaching, um, and this is probably not something that you've heard mentioned before. Uh, it's really important that you understand where gratitude comes, uh, especially in the stick chick framework, because it really makes a difference when you are talking about achieving goals. Okay, so first of all, let me explain the difference between gratitude and thanksgiving. A lot of people get these two things mixed up. So Thanksgiving is kind of being, it's, it's just being thankful for what you have, right? So if you think about it, you know, look around your space right now. Um, you know, if you're driving in your car, which I know some of you are, um, you can be thankful that you have a car that's running, right? If you're sitting in your office, you can be thankful that you have you know, your computer or, you know, the people that you work with. Or for me, as lately, I've been having some printer issues. I'm thankful that my printer is working today, okay? It's being thankful for something you currently have, okay? Being grateful, however, is being thankful for something that you don't have yet, okay? So it's you're thinking into the future and you know that it's coming towards you. So perfect example is you can be thankful for the paycheck that came to you today, right? Let's say today was payday, you got your paycheck, I got my money in my hand, right? However, being today is Monday, not many people get paid today, right? Maybe it's on Friday. You can be grateful that that money is coming to you. You see the difference? Not here yet, but you know it's coming. Okay, this is really important. So a thank you is um, kind of, you know, in our society, it's kind of become a check-the-box thing, right? I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of a flippant thing. You know, somebody holds the door open for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you, and I'm not saying you don't feel thankful. I'm just, it's just a quick kind of, it's a response, right? It's a conditioned response. I mean, there's whole industries out there, right, that uh, are based on, you know, thank you cards, right? You go to the store, you can find, I don't know, I went the other day to get some more thank you cards. 
there were at least three dozen types to choose from, right? So we're all familiar with this idea of, of thank you, okay? And it's really, it has a reason, right? Um, that's the whole point of saying thank you. There was something to be thankful for. There's a reason, okay? But if you contrast that with gratitude, gratitude is more uh, of an attitude. And to me, I think being grateful is more, uh, more about faith. Okay? And I'm not talking about faith as in, like, do you believe in God or not. I'm talking about faith, you're hoping for something that is not yet seen. Okay? It's an intentional kind of feeling. You are intentionally setting aside time to be grateful, to feel a certain way. And honestly, you can be grateful without having a reason to be grateful for. For example, um, maybe you're in a, a tough situation or circumstance. Uh, I remember for myself when my mother was dying. Um, yeah, that was really tough. But I also remember that there were times of being very intentionally grateful. I'm grateful that even though my mom is going through this, I can be here with her. Right? I was grateful that I could allow my children to come and visit her, you know, one last time before she died. I was grateful that I had the connection with my family during that circumstance. Does that make sense? Okay. It's really important to understand this difference between thankful and grateful because they are two kind of different energy frequencies. Okay. So when you're looking at the stick chick model, see the that um that zigzag line, remember, from the subconscious all the way throughout our body, that vibration, okay? When you're in a thankful vibration, it's a certain feeling. But when you're intentionally, deeply grateful for something you don't yet have, it's a very much higher frequency of vibration. All right, so before I kind of get out into the weeds of that, so if you look at your stick chick model, you remember that we put the idea, the seed, in the conscious part of the brain? It's this little teeny tiny seed. You get an idea and you're like, hmm, I'd like to do that, right? And then it gets downloaded into your subconscious and it kind of grows from the seed into, um, you know, beautiful flower or a plant, right? And you develop these new beliefs or you have this vision of what you want to do. Um, and then you have those vibrations, and all of a sudden you start doing things that move you along to being able to get the result that you say you want, okay? So let's say, for example, you're working with a coaching client, and, oh, I don't know, maybe they're trying to build their business, right? Uh, I have a client right now. She's trying to increase her sales. Um, she just started out. She's kind of transitioning. She has a full-time job right now, but it's not really what she wants to do. So she is working on the weekends in her new job, and she's trying to really accelerate her sales so that she can move out of her full-time job. Okay? So she started this process, and um, what we're doing is we are uh, thinking about and imagining what her life would be like if she got, let's say, five sales this week. She sold five things, okay? 
so the idea in her conscious part of her brain is uh, to have five sales, right? And so we are thinking through what would it entail, you know, how many phone calls do you need to make, who are you going to help, how are you going to serve them, what are you going to do with these sales, right? So we're creating that vision, that image. And now she's going out. Well, at first she was getting really kind of worked up about her goal because people were saying no. I said, that's okay because you've got to go through a lot of no's to get your yeses. So we switched it up a little bit, and I said, well, I wonder how many no's you can get this week. And so during the weekend when she was making all of her calls, um, and this morning she, she texted me every day and let me know uh, how the weekend went. She said, I got – um, I got two no's, and I got four yeses. And I was like, oh, my gosh, so tell me what happened. So what happened with her is that she had taken the focus off of are they going to say yes or no, and she put the focus on doing the call rather than the outcome, and she was able to log the yeses and the noes, but before she only wanted yeses. So when she got noes, she got all worked up until she could make the next sales call. She's in this vibration mode, right? You get where I'm going here? Okay. So we had to ch take the focus off of is it going to be yes or no and just put the focus on just be grateful that you get to have this conversation with this person. Okay. It, I, I promise you, this might sound kind of hokey-pokey to some. I promise you, this is exactly the process of how you get to the result that you say you want. Okay? It's the same thing, um, maybe those of you who are in the education field. Okay, so maybe you have a teacher who's working on a goal, and maybe she's got a, a child with behavior issues. This is kind of a common thing, right? Um, and she's trying to understand how to deal with this, this child. Well, if the teacher gets all worked up as she's trying to work with the child, her vibrations are being caught by that child. The child is internalizing those vibrations and giving her vibrations back. And they're going back and forth, back and forth. So gratitude allows her to be at a higher vibration frequency, which actually calms the child and it allows her to see how to do something maybe a little bit differently. Does that make sense? All right, so let me just briefly kind of back up. You know, think about this. When do you celebrate something? So I'm not talking birthdays, anniversaries, but like let's say you – reached a goal or, um, you know, you moved into a new house or a, a friend of mine um, just recently built her brand new, you know, been dreaming all my life house, right? She, she just moved in. When do you celebrate that? Well, most people, what they do is they celebrate when you're done, right? I mean, that kind of just makes sense, right? You're moving in and, you know, let's have a, a, a dinner or an open house where everybody can come in or, you know, let's have a party, right? Or, you know, when you're, when you're graduating school, you have a party, right? But let me just switch this on its head a little bit. So 
I fully believe, you know, we've talked about source, and if you look at your stick chick diagram, you see that big capital S is source. Whether you believe it's God or energy or the universe or Mother Nature, whatever it is, something out there gives us an idea, right? It's not something we create on our own. We catch this idea. Let's say the idea is to build a house or go back to school. Well, then after you get the idea, you know, you go through the whole stick chick process. But let me just throw out there that perhaps we should celebrate when we get the idea. Okay, now hang with me here for just a minute. When you get the idea, you could not get the idea. This is, you know, staying in tune with source, right? We talked about that last week about being grateful, forgiveness, I am, that kind of thing, right? You're, you're letting the water flow through your hose, so to speak. You cannot get an idea unless you are fully resourced to bring that idea to fruition. Think of it this way. When you are planting a seed in soil, the seed doesn't grow in toxic soil, right? I should know. I've killed enough plants in my, in my day. <laughs> Um, and so it's the same process. When source sees that you are open to this new idea, gives you the idea, your conscious brain where you catch that seed is already fertile soil. It will grow. As long as you don't try to root it out or ignore it, right? You've you got to put a little bit of time and effort into it. But when you get the idea, you are fully resourced to bring that idea to fruition. Okay? So I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, remember, this is a law. This works whether you believe in it or not. Remember, just like gravity, it's going to work whether you believe in it or not. Okay? When you get the idea is when you should celebrate. Right? So you're standing over the blueprints for your home. And you know it's going to take, I don't know, nine, ten months to build your new house. But yet, that's when you should be, you know, popping the, the champagne, right? That's when you should be celebrating because you've got the idea. Now the rest is just getting it done, right? I, I say this because there's a lot of focus on the outcome or the timing or the how of getting your results. But there's not a lot of gratitude when you or your coaching client comes up with the gold. Okay? Put the focus on, oh my gosh, that's an, an amazing idea. Yes, let's celebrate that. And how can we be grateful during this process while that result is on its way? Okay, so our job is to, you know, stay kind of tuned in, get these new ideas, and let it flow, right? We're, we don't want to get stuck where we're, you know, kind of letting energy vampires in. Um, so briefly, I'll just share, you know, if you're trying to do something different, and just, just be careful of who you're asking, about what to do. So, for example, um, when I wanted to go back for my PhD, I started asking people in my life, you know, what do you think? Where should I go? What program should I do? 
And I realized really quickly, uh, number one, I didn't have anybody in my life who really had done that. And so my family, um, because we really don't have people in our family that have gone to college, um, especially not gotten a master's degree, and they don't even know anybody with a PhD, um, they were telling me all the reasons why I shouldn't. Okay? Or I was going to talk to one school, and they'd say, oh, yes, you absolutely should do this. And then I asked a bunch of questions and find out that's not the program for me. Right? Or I asked some of my friends, and they're like, oh, my gosh, Michelle, it's going to take forever, and how does that fit into what you want to do? And So I had the idea in my conscious brain. I was developing in my subconscious that vision of, like, okay, how is this going to work, Right? And what I did was I kind of loaned out some of the energy that would go towards building that, that seed to people who had no idea. I'm asking advice of people who have no idea. Okay? I firmly believe if I would have immediately gotten to, into contact with people who had followed along in that journey, I probably would be years ahead. Does that make sense to you? Okay, it's really, really important. Also, during this process, there are, are times during this journey where I've wanted to give up. Uh, and, and so I've had to go back to this like, okay, so the fact is, you know, maybe I sent something in and, you know, one of my chair people decided to just completely tear it apart. Okay. Well, the fact is, I got the idea to go back for my PhD. I'm seeing in my vision me walking across that stage. January of 2020, I will be walking across that stage. Okay, I see my family there in that picture. That is the result that's coming to me. I can be grateful during that. Okay, here's why it's really important. Because when you are grateful, what happens in your brain, this is a, um, a physiological thing. So this is a, you know, we can study this phenomenon. When you are grateful, you reduce stress, you increase creativity, you increase your ability to problem solve, which means your effectiveness in your thinking is increased. And because of this, you're able to see options and choices, and you naturally have a better attitude, okay? Again, let me just say that all of that kind of wraps up into this stick chick diagram, and those vibrations in your body are at a higher frequency because you have eliminated, eliminated those energy vampires, okay? When all of this happens, you attract the people, the money, the resources, everything you need to get to your result comes to you almost as if you've done no work at all. Okay? Let me give you a couple of concrete examples of how this has worked with actual clients of mine. So I have a teacher right now. She is a preschool teacher. I've worked with her for a long time as part of another contract that I have. Um, she has been focusing on child behavior. 
she has a kiddo who just causes a lot of issues in the class. Um, and I came in to work with her one time, and we always use stick chick, so we pulled that out. And she said, oh, my gosh, Michelle, you've got to help me with Johnny. Of course, Johnny's not his real name. I'm just using that as the example. I said, okay, what's, what's going on? So she tells me all of the things that are bothering her about Johnny. Now, let's think about that. She has in her mind that she wants the result of having a, a peaceful classroom, right? That's, that's what most teachers want. And she's somewhere along the line gotten this idea that Johnny is not helping in that process. What do you think her vibes are? You think it's an attitude of gratitude? Probably not. It's more like frustration, right? So we went through this process of using Stick Chick to think about, okay, how are these behaviors for this particular child um, going to help him in life, right? And then thinking through how can we funnel him uh, kind of in a way that adds to his you know, personality type, how he likes to learn, how he likes to interact and communicate, right? And as we were doing that, so we're, we're focusing on those kind of outside factors, but as we were doing that, I really encouraged her to think about, number one, why is this bothering you? Because it was not bothering her co-teacher. And number two, what are some ways that you can do to kind of calm your brain down? Right? So again, we went to gratitude. Um, we talked about forgiveness in general, not just of this child, right? We talked about um, curiosity. How can you, you know, say, I wonder what his behavior is telling me about, okay? So we approach two different ways. The, okay, this is what's happening here and now in the physical world, and then what are you doing to kind of stay cleaned out, okay? I kid you not, within three months, coming back to do another visit, she told me, oh my gosh, he is completely fixed. And I said, well, tell me a little bit more. So long story short, she was not seeing the behaviors anymore. Now get me, understand this. It's not that the behaviors were not happening. They weren't bothering her anymore. She had become cleaned out with gratitude and forgiveness, so she was able to have less stress, more creativity, more problem solving, see more choices, and be able to serve that child well for who he is and what was happening in his life and funneling him in such a way that he could learn and still be who he is. So she turned the seed of thought from this is a problem child to how can we partner together? And ultimately, her whole class actually benefited from this. Now, this happened two years ago, and I've been working with her since, and I can tell you, every year I've come back, and it's been amazing transformation. Okay? So you can literally, I, I promise, it might seem kind of hokey. I, I totally understand. When I first heard this, too, I was like, what? I promise you, this works. If you don't want to try it with your coaching clients, try it with yourself first, okay? Try it with yourself first. Focus more on gratitude and, and thinking about the result that you want to see and how is that coming to you, right? See what happens.
another coaching client of mine, she is a teacher who's actually transitioning into an administrative role. And as part of that, she was elected to lead a team. Um, it was kind of, it's kind of a school improvement team. And uh, I remember many conversations and to, to just help you understand a little bit, the team is probably, was probably one of the most dysfunctional teams I have ever met in my life. Um, just the way that they talked to each other and treated each other, uh, I, I was just like floored. And this person was elected to basically bring the team together and get something done. And so throughout the whole time, while we were doing this kind of two-pronged approach of, okay, you're going to have this meeting. Let's think through this meeting. Let's design this meeting in such a way, knowing which brains are in the room, how are we going to get people to think a little bit differently, okay? So that's kind of a specialty of mine. We were able to help her think through that. However, it was really, really important. You can design a meeting all that you want, but if you are not in the right place when you go into that meeting, you know, and you're thinking, you're not going to be able to see choices. If you're all worked up about what's going to happen in this meeting, who's going to say what, right? Who's going to hurt whose feelings? If you're all worked up about that, you're in a different vibrational frequency. You're not going to be able to see options. So with her, we spent a lot of time, um, uh, not only on gratitude, um, but we also spent time in the I am section. So talking about, you know, I am um, an influential leader. I am a servant leader, right? So she went through all of these I am statements to remind herself of who she was when she went into that room. So she took the focus off of the outcome and put it more on what am I in control over? I'm in control over designing this meeting because that's my job, right? I'm responsible to these people because I'm the leader. Um, I'm responsible to myself and making sure that I, myself, you know, I am fully and completely in control of being here in this meeting. So responsible to yourself and to the people you're leading. However, she was not responsible for them. That's very different. She's not responsible for how they act, what they say, what they think. Only for herself and the situation. Okay? So, I, I love that after several months, this team started to really turn around. Now, I'm not saying that they're, they're best friends, but they at least can come to the table and have a professional working relationship where they actually get something done. And because of this, plus many other things that this person has done, she accelerated herself from going from a point where nobody would hire her um, to be in an administration role to now she has several offers on the table. Okay? So, you know, you can go ahead and argue with me if you want about how this doesn't make sense or this, you know, wouldn't work or this is maybe hocus pocus, right? But I'm telling you, I have, I've shared two stories with you. I have at least a dozen more just this year. And I've got many more clients right now going through this process right now. 
that literally when you're taking the focus off of that result that you say that you want and you're putting it back on you and how am I thinking and what frequency am I in, it makes a huge difference. I wish, I wish, I wish that I could explain this. It's one of those things that you really need to experience. Okay? So again, you know, when you're working with your clients, you can be talking about some of these things, but really experiencing it for yourself, try that first. Okay? Remember, this is a law. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to even understand it. But this is a law. Okay, so for your homework this week, one thing, I, it's just a very simple thing, and some of you probably have already started this, but just to keep a, a little reflection every day of the things that you're grateful for, okay? It can be one thing, it can be five things, it can be ten things. Challenge yourself, though. Don't let it just be the check-the-box kind of flippant thing, but really challenge yourself, and as you're sitting down and writing that, you know, like for me, what am I grateful for? Um, I am grateful that this week I get to have contact. Actually, let's go with today. Today I'm grateful that I get to meet three new people in my, my journey today. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm grateful that I get to meet them, right? When you write that down, really think about and try to feel that gratitude, okay? And try to do that every single day. And just check in with yourself and say, how does that feel? Okay? So next week we are going to be talking about the comfort zone and how dangerous the comfort zone is um, and how we can help our clients understand when they are in their comfort zone and the value of stepping outside of that, okay? All right, I am holding an image of you being intentionally influential, amazingly aware, persistently present, and confidently coaching the people in your personal and your professional life. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing week. Um, and please email me at growbyone at gmail.com with any questions, thoughts, feedback. Uh, I would love to hear from you. All right. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.